You're listening to the Everyday Astrology Podcast. I'm Hilary Scott, your astrologer, and I'm here to bring you the current planetary conditions. So, what a week we are in. Actually, just hours ago, the exact conjunction of Jupiter and Neptune occurred in Pisces. And that is a very rare conjunction and super powerful. Like, the the actual combining both of them are ruled by Pisces so they kind of communicate on these sort of otherworldly realms or communicate like hard to understand concepts or through things that aren't necessarily language and instead they're kind of like thought forms or visions or like just sort of very magical things can be very expanded with this Jupiterian energy connected with it. And both in Pisces, so it's very connected to the we are one, we are all here on this kind of earth plane soup together and we can tune into each other's frequency. In fact, whether we like it or not, we are tuned into each other's frequencies. So it kind of like there's obviously if you just look on the world stage it's different things that are going on in the world it's quite dramatic but also there's like these breakthroughs and these sort of like up leveling of understanding and so many people are having kind of like awakenings to higher realities and other ways of doing things and it's pretty fantastical so magic can happen things that like miracles can happen, things that you didn't expect to happen can happen. There's this feeling of like maybe sadness or grief with the Piscean energy of like kind of letting go or how it feels like when you know like someone's going to die and you have to process that because we're all going to die and everything has a season and an end. So it's just part of the journey of life that we all have to go through. But there's this sort of like, if you can just let yourself move with that process, you go through this sadness. In the class, I'm actually taking this really amazing course called the Temple of Stone. And we're in the fifth week. And that's something we talked about today is how apotholite is connected to this sense of beautiful sadness and this sort of honoring of the last moments of life where this like sort of real shimmery grace comes over everything. It's that kind of energy, I think, that really also like speaks to what Pisces is too and what the Neptunian energy is. So that combined with Jupiter, it's all very expanded right now. So it's a very special sort of magical time. But also like it's, you know, it's been difficult too because we've had Saturn really active. Saturn and Mars were active last week where you have to like get the like the nuts and bolts of things done the practicalities have to be considered like what needs to happen what needs to be um like the reality right like you need to get make sure the bills are paid and and all the little sort of minutiae that makes up life kind of on the earth plane very saturnian has to be attended to so that's kind of going on as well as this other very sort of otherworldly magical stuff going on. 
the exact um, Neptune-Jupiter conjunction is on the Tuesday the 12th, exactly at 7.42 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. So, but that is a very big and slow-moving energy that we're going to definitely feel for a, for a while. Um, on the 13th, or on the 14th, Thursday, we have Mars moving into Pisces, which is very different. It's kind of like, it's kind of like a big fireball slamming into the ocean or like, you know, just that, that like big, hot, sizzling mass of action being kind of blunted by, you know, water. It's such different energy, but I, I can also see that it might be, um, like it could be the Mars could fire up and agitate in a way that creates action, whereas Pisces can be quite um, sort of passive, not very action-oriented, able to sort of like veg out on the couch or just sort of not necessarily be very ambitious or action-oriented, really. It can be quite lazy, whereas Mars is like, I can't sit still and it's always got to be moving. So that those two energies coming together can create like a, like a spiritual action or um, sort of like ideal action that makes me think of like weightlifters or people who dance or make music putting these two energies together because dance and creative creative expression all come from Neptune. So singing and dancing and art and poetry and all kinds of magical art forms and fine arts are expressed through Pisces. With Mars there, it's like firing it all up. So if you have something creative to do, definitely consider moving it into action. There's the same day that we have the 14th, there's a opposition from the moon in Libra to Neptune, or the moon in Virgo to Neptune and Jupiter, which is like this Virgo, the Virgo moon wants to get things done. It wants to get organized. It wants to like make sure that all of the, you know, I's are dotted and the T's are crossed and we're getting the right supplements and we're making sure that we're eating the right foods and we're just sort of perfecting things so that we can live our most self-expressed lives. Because if we balance all these aspects of living carefully, then we can kind of also express our souls, you know, need to express what our souls want to express. If we have a healthy body and a sound mind and are hydrated and nourished and balanced emotionally, then we are like these sort of, you know, vessels of creativity and we can make our lives what we want them to be without all this sort of resistance and repression and frustration and all of that. So there's a lot of that going on right now. On on the 16th, Friday is kind of like a nice build up to this full moon. So always the build up to the full moon is can be intense because we we can see ourselves more clearly or we can see what's really going on inside that we may have been repressing. And the sun and the moon kind of reflecting towards each other like that is lighting up whatever is in the subconscious. So it's very, it can be very, um, I, I think of lucrative, but it can be like spiritually lucrative because you can come face to face what's being repressed and whatever's being repressed is also 
blocking you from your own power and your own self-expression. So the full moon will be at 11.55 a.m. on the 16th Pacific Standard, and it is a pretty big day. It's got a trine to Saturn, which is good. We, we have like the ability to lean into it and to be disciplined and to focus on what we need to focus on, kind of live up to our obligations, do our duties. And with the Libra energy for the full moon, it like we want to be fair, we want to be just, we want to be balanced and, and refined and crudeness and harshness is just too much, too much to bear. Um, which is kind of interesting because the the fiery energy that we've been experiencing expresses itself kind of in the opposite way. So, but with this full moon, we we do have the option of being very refined and and kind of our best selves in a way, our most kind of thought of selves. There is a square to this moon with Pluto, and Pluto is like it, it brings up, Pluto is a lot of things. Everything is a lot of things. But Pluto is definitely the part of the chart that puts us face to face with what we fear or what we, we don't want to look at, the, the truth of something that we just refuse to see. And even if it's like our past, and, and maybe something happened in our past and we, we don't actually remember it right. We, maybe it was something one of our parents did or something, and we just refuse to not see them in this sort of ideal light. But that sort of dismissal of truth has left us vulnerable in other ways, in some way, right? Like we need to be able to look at the truth so that we can understand maybe the choices we made or the directions we chose. Something like we have to kind of retrace our steps all the way back to the beginning of you know, complexes or things that may be stopping us in some way in our in our psyches. And Pluto is there to do that. It's it's doing that in a way that this Libra moon doesn't like because Libra wants it to just be nice. It doesn't want to talk about the hard stuff. It wants to kind of push away the ugly and and you know have it all everything all dressed up and perfect and and sort of intellectually understood. Whereas Pluto in Capricorn right now is really kind of Capricorn, even though it can be very icy and cold and, and Machiavellian, it also has this sort of very deep spiritual side too, like a, a more sort of evolved version of Capricorn can be quite deep and spiritual and, and want to get to the, the, you know, maybe the family lineage or the legacy that's been left through the DNA that you share. And it wants to pull up the roots of what's wrong and expose it in some way. It, it was really kind of pivotal in the Me Too movement or when we, when things are exposed about child or human trafficking and like these really dark parts of humanity are exposed, Pluto is almost always involved in that. Like just wait a minute, we need to see what's going on here. So not that it always stays in up front and center in the consciousness because we couldn't function if we were always in the depths like that, but it's definitely active during this full moon. So if you do have something to feel, it will definitely come up for you to feel, especially if you have planets connecting to Capricorn or Ca Capricorn's opposite Cancer or Libra, all the, the cardinal signs are very much affected by it. So that's kind of a big deal. And then the moon will swiftly move into Scorpio, which will maybe help you like actually kind of process whatever it is that's coming up for you. Because Scorpio is really comfortable 
It's like the death doula or the birth doula, the one that can hold the hand of the person in the dark times where most will turn away. The Scorpio, even though it gets a bad rap, can actually walk you through these difficult times in a way that most other signs can't do. That same day too, it'll be trining Mars. So there is a lot of like support to process whatever's coming up and whatever you have to let go of and whatever you have to do to keep this transformation cycle moving. Because we are heading towards a solar eclipse at the end of the month, the next new moon, a solar eclipse and a lunar eclipse, which is a major portal of change. So this is kind of like a wrapping it up, figuring out what we're, we're really going to bust through with into the future. So yeah, it's not that easy because there, there's a lot of possible grief or heavy personal experiences that you might be going through. But also, like, maybe you can sense the, the liberation and the power that comes with facing whatever these experiences are. Uh, Sunday is a pretty powerful day with Mercury conjoining... Um, Oh my God, I totally lost the word, which is a classic Uranus thing. Mercury conjoining Uranus. People who have like really strong Uranus in their chart, especially connected to Mercury, will be like really fast talkers often. I actually have this aspect. And so sorry if I'm speaking too quickly. And also there's this like thing, mechanism, mechanism. there's this mechanism that can happen where you just, your mind just cuts out, like you're speeding along talking about something and suddenly you don't remember what you're talking about. And it's sort of like a short circuit energy that brings you back to center. Often it will happen maybe when you're speaking things you shouldn't be speaking or like verbal, yeah, verbalizing things that, that shouldn't be verbalized because our words kind of are, is the spells we cast, right? So with this Mercury Uranus energy, it's like it can be like a, a big clap of a reset, like suddenly, like not like a Klaus Schwab kind of reset, but just like a reset in our own, like, like suddenly we get it, suddenly we see it differently. This shift in perspective, this shift in understanding, a download of new information. And there's a, a sextile between Venus too, so like this sort of blessing energy with it. Beautiful thoughts, beautiful words, beautiful ideas. Like even, even like life-altering shifts in perspective that are quite magical and, and coming from the future even. Like your future self communicates to your, your present self and there's a sense of deja vu or magic or miracles going on around you. So it is very, Sunday is a very potent day with the Scorpio energy as well. Like it, it makes us feel everything very deeply. There's not a Scorpio alive that's happy in, in the superficial realm of anything. So to, for, for us all to be feeling the Scorpio moon energy gives us a chance to, to know what it's like to really feel if we're not necessarily people who like to feel. This is kind of an opportunity for like you know, out of the blue, new sensations or emotions or understandings. It's pretty powerful. So that's kind of wrapping up this very potent week. I hope that you do get to, you know, take some time to really feel into what's going on in your life. Make sure that you have a chance to use this full moon energy to release things, to put your crystals out under the moon and clear them and set your intentions for, for what you really want to release and what you really want to create. I finally got, I just finished creating this calendar and 
It was like a really long, like rough road of resistance I had to making this calendar for some reason. Probably because any sort of forward movement, you know, you can get blocked up if you've got issues with forward movement, which apparently I had. So I did finally, with the help of this wonderful designer, Eva, in, in the UK, get my calendar and designed specifically for what I thought was important astrologically to focus on when you're, you know, keeping track of the new and full moons because they're very potent for us to harness, to release and to create and to intend. So I made sure there was a page for the new and the full moon and a month at a glance and also the solar and lunar eclipses that happen every year. And this, the, the PowerPoints at the equinoxes and the solstices are all in, in the calendar. At the back, there's some affirmations to help keep you in high vibration, a little guide about gardening and how to use the different moon phases to kind of grow things as well as yourself. So it's all kind of a very handy little guide and you can buy it on Amazon. It's, it's, although I get that Amazon is the beast, ugh, so many conflicts, but it is the biggest way to reach the entire world, which is super cool. So I thought that I would start with Amazon and see how that goes. So if you're interested in, I'll put a link in the show notes, but the calendar is called Monthly Manifesting. Tune into the magical flow of the cosmos. So Monthly Manifesting, tune into the magical flow of the cosmos. And once you get the calendar, you can get a free PDF that gives you the yearly important new and full moons, as well as the solstices equinoxes and the lunar and solar eclipses to help you keep track of things. And then it's a little guide that you can go back to and see what you were creating, how well you were manifesting, what didn't work, what did work. And it's all very simple and, and easy to navigate and all in one spot. It's kind of like my dream come true calendar. So I hope you like it. It's very girly, like it's super pretty. <laughs> I think it's super pretty, but um, I think I might do like a mas my more masculine version as well. So I'll keep you posted on that. But for now, the fact that this is birthed into the world is kind of a miracle. And I'm very grateful that for that. Interesting that it's this, this moon or interesting that the Neptune-Jupiter conjunction is actually in the, um, is actually in the, this, this Jupiter-Neptune connection this Jupiter-Neptune conjunction is in Pisces in my 10th house. So being able to like overcome this sort of hurdle, I mean, it's really quite a simple thing, but it was a big hurdle for me, is really magical and I'm super grateful. It was like a, a grace, a grace sort of experience. And I'm grateful for Selena for helping me, a good friend of mine, and also for Eva for like being patient with me while I worked through this really long process. So I would love it if you bought it. I would love it if you gave it a great review on Amazon. I would really appreciate that. And yeah, that is it for this week. I hope that you've overcome things that you needed to overcome. I hope that you're staying tuned into the more serious things in life too that, that need your attention with the Saturnian kind of energy and that you also take time to let go and ground down and really make the most of this Libra moon. We can bring such harmony and blessings. Thanks so much for listening. Many blessings. Thank you.